You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Welcome back to another Vendo Podcast. I am super excited to be joined by one of the rock stars on our team, uh, Mark Jordan, one of our Walmart account strategists. Mark, how's it going? Hey, Darren. Thanks again for having me on here. Always, always a pleasure. Yeah, no, pleasure is all mine, sir. Um, so, hey, I uh, wanted to regroup with you. I know we've recorded a couple of other podcasts uh, relating to Seller Center, holiday planning, uh, but today's topic, I think, is critical to be buttoned up on walmart.com and how do you do that and what does that mean? So some of the topics we're going to cover today are some of the updates relating to the Omni merchants. What do you need to know? Item 360 tool rollout, how to use it, um, best in class, and then item optimization and what all that means in terms of your quality score, locating things, uh, and managing the Omni relationship with the quality score in mind. So with that, uh, I'm going to kick it over to you, Mark, and let's talk a little bit about the changes with the Omni merchants and what do we know there? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, uh, you know, last time we we filmed our po- last podcast, we talked a lot about what we thought we were, you know, maybe going to learn about what the relationships on the Omni world would look like. I think we have a lot more information today. So, you know, kind of just high level, we we have these uh, Omni merchants, they're called now. Um, it's basically uh, someone who is probably on the store side, most likely, who now is transitioned to a full Omni role as the buyer. Um, and they have a few associate merchants under them who operate on you know, specific brands or categories within their space, um, who are also Omni-focused for store and .com. So really the whole team now is full-fledged .com and store. Um, you know, it's funny he's talking with a lot of these X category specialists who are now called associate Omni merchants. Um, it definitely seems like I think they're probably a bit overwhelmed at how much they have to learn on the store side now. It's quite a different experience. Um, yeah, well, just to refresh our audience's memory, Mark actually comes to us as a former Walmart.com category specialist. We have several on our team. And uh, also for context, this is where in the old world we had uh, Hoboken and San Bruno as the two dot-com offices for Walmart where POs and item maintenance and management would centralize through. There's still some of that going on, I believe, but they're kind of shuttering a lot of that to move to the omni-channel program that you just described and outlined, which will be located in the new super headquarters to be built out in Bentonville. That's correct. Yep. The um, For those who might have taken an offer from a previous existing just category specialist role or, you know, dot-com buyer role, um, they'll be moving to Arkansas, Bentonville, the home office to fulfill that Omni relationship, but still working from home until COVID passes. Yeah. And Mark Laurie was the brainchild for the category specialist program. I believe he created it and recruited all this great talent, like the person I'm talking to today. Um, And I think it was good that Walmart did that because it did build out this knowledge base for .com that they can now integrate into their new Omni uh, structured environment. So with that, uh, let's talk about some of the new tools uh, outside of the new structure, which item 360, the new roll up there. Talk to me about what's going on with some of the new features and how to best approach item 360. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you know, previously uh, most uh, maintenance for items and item setup was done in supplier center. Uh, those features have been stripped away. And the only feature you're really left with is, you know, you can pull your catalog and look at it, but you could, upload your DSV inventory or dropship inventory through supplier center. But really anything else really needs to go through the new item 360 tool and the new features that came into it. That tool has been around for a while, but it hasn't been enhanced to where it is now. So now you're able to do all of your items set up for store, online, 
um, whether it's online dropship or online owned, you'll be setting up all your configurations through there. Um, as we know as well, you know, store items get an online presence as well. So it's very important that, you know, those items are set up and optimized to at least have some type of uh, presence online that looks and feels its best while customers can shop and do, you know, pick up in store as one of the options. But yeah, there's a lot of good features in there of, you know, being able to look at the maintenance of an item. You know, if you want to pull and look at content quality scores, the number of reviews, the average ratings of an item, there's a whole lot of nitty gritty that you can get into. Um, there's been trainings that have come out and I've sat through a couple, but I think I need to sit through a bunch more as the tool sounds really great in theory, but it definitely has some complications to it um, and a whole lot of learning that, that I need, that I personally think that I need to uh, really get up to speed with it. But um, it's not, it's nothing to fear. I think, um, I think it's headed in the right direction, but they're going to, they're going to definitely continue to build it out and make it better for suppliers. That was the goal, but it's definitely got a bit of a learning curve. Well, as someone uh, who's more familiar with Seller Center on the marketplace side, that um, I, I would ask uh, is Item 360, does it offer a lot of different features from like, let's say what you can do on a marketplace setup? Because I know, you know, there's probably a lot of people in our audience that can only do marketplace because they don't have an own relationship or don't have a need for Item 360 today. So for those suppliers that do, is there a lot of uh, additional benefits and features on the Item 360 side? Uh, yes, and I'll say there's a pros and cons to both. So, you know, Seller Center looks exactly how Supplier Center previously right. would look, and the item setup and maintenance that you would do in either of those is very similar. And on the Seller Center side, you still have those uh, older capabilities. You don't get, you don't have access to something like Item 360. So, if you're familiar with the old process, great. And I think, you know, we're going to talk about something like content quality in a bit, but actually in Seller Center, uh, they have, you know, the new content quality dashboard for you there. And that's something that on the own side, you don't get. So it's kind of funny that each side has, I guess, a good advantage to it. But um, yeah, you don't, you know, marketplace, you wouldn't get the item 360, you know, access. It's only on the own side. Um, right. And it's yeah, more it, related to, sorry, it's it's uh, more related to really setting up those configurations for, for Omni. Gotcha. And yeah. when we talk about uh, OPD and how things populate on site, so when you're setting up through item 360, I assume it's going to populate for both .com and OPD. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Um, and I'm sorry, OPD. OPD is online pickup and delivery for those who don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, when you set your item up, um, you know, the understanding is that there there needs to be like two units of inventory in a store in a specific geo location that you're locked into on the website, and that's how you would get the pickup in store option. You know, and if you do have issues where, you know, you're not seeing that appear on the OPD website, um, you know, we, we at Vendo will be able to help uh, navigate some contacts there and ping some people to see if why it's not pulling in. But a lot of people question why they don't see their items. And sometimes it's just that they're not actually in a, sto in a store, shopping in a store that um, has the inventory. Got it. And then from an optimization standpoint inside of item 360, that SEO or optimization applies to both pickup and delivery as well as .com? Yeah, that's correct. Same for both. So you would set up your store items like separately, but they would get a .com presence. Now, if you had like someone dedicated to setting up the .com piece, that, you know, that listing would be combined into the same listing and it would just apply the pickup and delivery options to the one listing. So you'd be able to optimize that as best as you'd want for you know, both options. It would just live on one listing. Got it, okay, interesting. Uh, and then, so let's talk about some of the item optimization 
um, surrounding that. So what, what is the importance of this from an omni relationship standpoint, first off? Yeah, definitely. So just to call out a few things that we're learning from merchants of, of a few pieces that are really, really important to, to them um, from an omni angle. So one being a content quality score, and then the second being reviews and ratings. Um, so to dive into the first one, the content quality score, very important as you are doing your item setup or you're doing some maintenance after the item is set up. In item 360, you know, you can pull your content quality scores and see where you're at. Um, you know, if you're above a 90%, that's really, really great. Merchants, you know, love to see that. I would say anything above 80% is really, really good though. Um, the way that you get to a, you know, 80 or 90 plus percent is by having the following. You want to make sure that you have a minimum of eight or more images on your item. You want to have a fully optimized product title. You have a fully optimized product site description. And then you want to make sure you have a minimum of three bullet points uh, fully optimized with copy on the product page as well. So that's specific to just physical content. There's also data attribution that's needed on the back end as well. And that's part of the maintenance piece that you would want to do after your items are already set up. So if you're missing specific things, like if you set up an item and you didn't fill in the age group, whether that was like adult, teen, or child, if you left that blank, that's going to negatively impact your content quality score. So very important that you go and look at the maintenance of your items and fill in as much information as possible to boost your, you boost your content quality score because anything that's left out could negatively impact it. So understood that you've got to add all those things in. Is there anything that's more heavily weighted than the other? Like as an example, if you have more images versus less copy or higher reviews versus data attribution, things like that. What is your opinion on what weighs the most within the quality score? Is it, there isn't really anything that's heavily weighted? Yeah, that's a good call out. I would say um, to get to the 80%, you know, I don't, I can't tell you off the top of the head what the, the um, you know, weights are and Walmart doesn't really share that, but definitely, you know, eight images, well, you know, well optimized cop written copy description bullets and title. Um, that's going to be really important. If you have less than eight images, it's definitely going to affect you. Um, and then I would say all of the, you know, main points from data attribution standpoint on the maintenance that you would do filling in those specific columns, all of the main areas that would relate to your item as long as you get a lot of those in i think you should be okay hitting you know 75 80 percent to really push it to the next level is filling in those granular those granular columns that maybe you just kind of browsed over that you really didn't think were important or that were optional that's how you'd get you know a much higher content score but there are other things that go into it um, such as like how well your resolution of your of your uh, images are that could be another piece if you're not uploading high-res images you know, that could get weighted a certain way. You can always feel free to ask your merchants to do a content quality score report for you on specific items. They'd be able to have access to a, um, a dashboard that they can do a download and tell you maybe if this, you know, image isn't fully high resolution or whatever the case may be. That's another kind of secret that you could ask them to help with. <laughs> well, and, and real quick on the, uh, one of the other attributes there, the reviews yep. um, side of things. If your reviews are less than a certain rating, does that negatively affect your, your quality score as well? So it's not at the rating, but it's the number of reviews that could affect okay. the content quality score. At least that's my understanding. I don't believe the rating goes into it. Uh, right now, Walmart's pushing for a minimum of 20 reviews per item and a average star rating of four stars. 
Uh, so, you know, you might have a lot of reviews. That's great. But if it's not hitting the four star mark, um, not that it's, it may or may not affect the content quality score, but it is going to affect your Omni relationship. So I think maybe that's a good leeway into the next piece of why these, you know, why the content quality score is important and why getting your reviews and ratings up is important. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, on that, how do you locate uh, your content quality score? Like if yeah, you definitely. don't have the buyer running it for you. Yeah, absolutely. In, uh, in item 360, you want to make sure that you have your uh, GTINs, UPCs, or Walmart item numbers available. Um, you'll go into item 360 into the maintenance tab, and then you'll go into the product site and experience area, uh, drop in those uh, identifiers, and then you'll get a download of what looks like an item setup sheet, and it'll show you all the information that's in there already, and then you'll be able to fill out the missing, the missing uh, columns or attribution points, and then just re-upload the sheet. And that's how you would go ahead, go about that. Got it. And the shameless plug for me is, or oh, you could call Vendo and we can help you audit and, and find that too. So absolutely. Uh, uh, real quick, um, just going back to the data attribution pieces, just to help um, some of our audiences is not visually familiar with it. We're talking about things like, hey, the weight of a product, the makeup of a product, uh, whether it has a battery, doesn't have a battery as an example, like those are the types of attributions you're talking about. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Things exactly like that. You know what the finish of a product is, you know, gloss or matte stuff like that. You know, those kind of like granular details are sometimes things that don't, you know, you might not be paying attention to because it's an optional, it's not required in the sheet. It's an optional data set. So anything like that, um, you know, age group, um, the like minimum, minimum uh, weight requirements or maximum right. weight requirements, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah, I only bring it up because from an SEO perspective, I think a lot of people always gloss over those types of things and don't realize that it helps with how people filter their search on site uh, is really why they ask you for those attributions, right? So if you're searching something that says doesn't have an LED battery or whatever the, the case is, um, then it would filter that out if you put that attribute properly associated with your item. So those types of things are critical for SEO. That's, that's why I thought I'd ask and see your take on that. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. You know, it all pulls into helping not just not just the SEO of like how people would maybe filter like you're kind of saying, but mm -hmm. also the uh, internal algorithm that Walmart has for its search will prioritize higher content quality scored items in it. So that's another piece. Got it. And then real quick before we wrap up on the review piece, going back to that, uh, is it true? I just heard rumors here that they're not going to be accepting syndicated or they're going to give less weight to syndicated reviews like they were doing before with companies like Bizarre Voice and others, or are they still going to be accepting those towards reviews to be compliant with your quality score? What is your opinion? Um, you know, I actually haven't come across that yet about anything about, you know, ranking it lower. I would say if that is a fear of something like Bizarre Voice, where it's actually pulling reviews off another website, there are plenty of services out there where you actually can, you know, pay people to shop the product directly and leave a verified review. So that might be the way you get around that. Um, but there's, you know, those services do exist. I don't know about the syndication piece if it's going to rank lower, but yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. It, it makes sense too, because from an authenticity standpoint, you do want to get newer and fresh reviews versus, Hey, just copying over reviews from other sites. So I would imagine definitely, definitely. at some point. So yeah, look, as we just finished up a big save week and prime day week, uh, on the e-com space, going into holiday, I think a lot of these things are critical for not only our clients, but just everybody in general in terms of buttoning up on Walmart. Any key takeaways you want to leave us with here? 
Yeah, definitely. You know, I think just really focus on how to optimize your items for, you know, fully, whether that's with physical content, um, data attribution or ratings and reviews, your Omni merchant's going to be heavily focused in that, especially as they want to take in new inventory. Um, they're not going to be as willing to take an inventory that doesn't have, you know, a good content quality score ratings or reviews, whether that's for store or .com, you know, vice versa. Um, I would say be, be very aware of um, making sure you fill out everything in full. A lot of, a lot of times you're glossing over it. Just, just pay attention. Awesome. Mark, uh, this has been extremely helpful. Uh, where can people find you or reach out to you if they need to have any other questions? Uh, yeah, you can email me at mark at vendocommerce.com. It's Mark with a K. <laughs> All right. Uh, I won't share your YouTube channel just yet, but uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll keep that for another episode. Mark, thank, thanks as always. And please uh, follow Vendo on all your regular social channels. We're also on TikTok now. Uh, check us out at our website, vendocommerce.com. And as always, remember, protect your brand and sell more. Thanks.